Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Mark. Today is episode 947, and we're looking at Mark chapter 6, verses 14 through 16. Let's read the passage. King Herod heard about it because Jesus' name had become well known. Some said John the Baptist had been raised from the dead. That's why miraculous powers are at work in him. But others said, he's Elijah. Still others said, he's a prophet, like one of the prophets from long ago. When Herod heard of it, he said, John, the one I beheaded, has been raised. This is the Gospel of Mark. Mark is presenting this Gospel, this account of the ministry of Jesus. It's not a biography, it's not a history, it's a Gospel. The gospel is presenting Jesus as the Son of God, as the Messiah, as the Savior, the one whom we should place our faith in to be made right with God. That's the purpose of the gospel. And it began with Jesus traveling through Galilee, teaching and healing. And then Mark gave us several of the responses to Jesus. From the crowds, it was positive. They were excited about the healing, the casting out of demons. They were impressed with his teaching taught with one with authority. Then we had a series of parables, and the purpose of the parables was to reveal truth, not completely to those who were opponents of the truth. They didn't understand the truth as it was being said because they were opposed to the truth. For those who weren't so sure, it was meant for them to think about it, to have the not just make an immediate decision, but to think about the nature of the parable, maybe that would bring them to the truth. But for those who were open to the truth, eager to accept the truth, the truth was clearly taught about the kingdom of God. Then we had a series of miracles showing Jesus' authority, his authority over nature, his authority over the spiritual realm, over evil, his authority over sickness, and his authority over death. Now we're in a section of, of narratives showing some of the ministry of Jesus. He just sent the 12 out in pairs. And their mission was to go proclaim the good news and to heal people. And that's what they're presumably out doing at this time. Now we have a little shift to King Herod. So we pick it up in chapter 6, verse 14. King Herod heard about it because Jesus' name had become well-known. King Herod heard about what? Well, it could be just in general Jesus' actions. That's probably more. What has just happened is Jesus sent the 12 out. Herod heard Jesus sent the 12 out. That's probably not going to make a big splash. But I think what Herod heard about is the activity of Jesus and what people are saying about it. That's what Herod has heard about. Because Jesus' name had become well known. So, who is King Herod? King Herod is the son of Herod the Great. Herod the Great was the king when Jesus was born. And then, at the end of his life, his kingdom was divided up into parts. The area of Judea, at this time now, is under the rule of a Roman governor, Pilate who will be the one who will order the execution of Jesus. North of Judea is Galilee. That is ruled by Herod, Herod Antipas, also called Herod the Tetrarch. Tetrarch means ruler of a fourth. And his brother, Philip, 
is over across the sea as Philip the Tetrarch, ruler of the area of Perea. So this is Herod the Tetrarch, Herod Antipas, and he has heard about it. And he's important because they are in Galilee. He's in charge of that area. Continue in verse 14. Some said John the Baptist has been raised from the dead, and that's why miraculous powers are at work in him. Well, at this point, we haven't heard that John the Baptist is dead. We heard that John the Baptist had been arrested, and that was the prompting for Jesus to begin his public ministry. Well, now we know he's dead. Actually, the next section will go into the details of the execution of John the Baptist. We're dealing with this separately because this is dealing with Herod and Jesus. Now, there's no record in the Bible of John the Baptist doing anything miraculous. Some say he was involved in some miraculous work. Hard to say. And how much of that is true? How much of that is just legend? But Jesus here is doing miraculous works. Uh, some think that John the Baptist did miraculous works. Well, John the Baptist has been killed. Now you hear guys, Jesus guy doing things. And perhaps there's a relationship there. And so that's why some they're saying John the Baptist has been raised from the dead. Obviously, they're connected in some way because their message is so similar. Whether you know anything or not about John the Baptist baptizing Jesus, their message, the call to repentance, is very similar. So some say that John the Baptist has been raised from the dead. Verse 15, but others said he's Elijah. Now, this would come from the end of the Old Testament, the book of Malachi. Malachi 4, 5, talking about what's going to happen in the future. And the Lord says, look, I'm going to send you Elijah the prophet before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. So they have this prophecy, the last two lines of the book of Malachi, that before God comes for judgment, he's going to send the prophet Elijah. So there's this expectation, part of God wrapping things up will be the appearance of Elijah. Some are saying, and, and he must be it. Well, there is this prophecy that Elijah will return. But back in, in the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew eleven fourteen, Jesus said, John the Baptist is Elijah. And similarly, in Matthew 16, when Jesus says, who do people say I am? The response, some say you're John the Baptist. Some say Elijah. Some say Jeremiah or prophet. We'll see that here in Mark, in uh, chapter 8, this question, who do people say I am? And some of the people say, Elijah. But then in response to that, in Matthew 17, Jesus says, Elijah has already come. So Jesus made it very clear, yeah, that prophecy from Malachi, Elijah will come. That was John the Baptist. He came proclaiming the coming of the one from the Lord. And that was John the Baptist. But others thinking maybe Jesus is this Elijah character. Continuing to verse 15. Still others said he's a prophet like one of the prophets from long ago. Back to what we saw in Matthew. Who do people say I am? Some say John the Baptist come back to life. Some say Elijah. Some say Jeremiah or one of the prophets. So this guy sure acts like a prophet. 
So he must be either a prophet come back or just a continuation of that line, another prophet like the prophets of the Old Testament. So these are the speculations. In verse 16, when Herod heard of it, he said, John, the one I beheaded, has been raised. So Herod is locked in on this must be John the Baptist come back to life. And there's got to be a lot of fear here. And then this is going to launch into the scenario what brought about the beheading of John the Baptist by Herod. And so Herod recognizes John the Baptist is a holy man, a man of God. He got painted into a quarter, tricked into executing John the Baptist. He didn't really want to do it. Now, I'm sure he feels a lot of guilt and that John the Baptist now has come back to life and he's here to get me. So the next section then will be the explanation of the death of John the Baptist. Back to Jesus. Jesus has been getting attention. Initially, the attention was the crowds. His teaching got attention. He taught with authority. But what really got the attention was the healing. The healing and the casting out of demons. That brought people for miles, flocking, looking for healing, looking to have demons cast out. So we had the crowds providing attention. Well, he started getting the attention of the local religious leaders, where he was, in their minds, violating the rules of the Sabbath, saying things that he ought not be saying, and just acting in a way that they didn't think was appropriate, particularly for a holy man of God, hanging out with the wrong people, doing the wrong things. So if this guy's really from God, he's not doing it right. And so there was the question, well, is he really from God? So you had the scribes from Jerusalem come, and they pronounced very quickly, no, this man is not from God, because otherwise he would be doing things properly. So he must be possessed by demons. So he's gotten the attention of the crowds. He's gotten the attention of the local religious leaders. He's gotten the attention of the scribes from Jerusalem. Now he has the attention of the king of Galilee. Now these tensions are all somewhat various. The crowds are very excited about Jesus. Excited because they want something from him. Local religious leaders are excited because he's doing things wrong and he could be leading their people astray. The scribes from Jerusalem are excited. They think he is an agent of Satan. Now the king of Galilee is excited because he sees him as a threat. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Mark.